This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We got Let you us covered. help you. Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it. We're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, all the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how are you feeling? Feeling good. Real how, good. How awesome are our guests? Really good. Right? Today is fun. Super fun. Yeah. Super awesome. Fitness icon, Kelly Roberts, is joining us from Pasadena, California. What did you think of Kelly? It was tremendous. It's like, it, you know, it's like sitting down and just hearing this, you know, worldwide, world, you know, well-known fitness mm-hmm. expert, um, you know, just talk about how she got started in her trade. Have and, you met her before? Uh, you ever met I've, her? I've definitely in come passing? across her. I okay. don't even know if I've ever introduced myself or we've been introduced, but, okay. you know, I've been at the conventions and seen her and, you know, she's always busy and, and the room is, after. yeah, the room yeah. is packed and, uh-huh. you know, she's, she's a, she's a big deal. She is. Um, you know, and she's, uh, and she's been, um, in the industry for a, you know, a long time and she's, um, you know, trainer to the stars. Mm-hmm. We find out what it's like to tour with, uh, you know, concert worldwide concert tour with Cher. Yeah. Who Cher, you know, handpicked her to be mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, the video. Who sweats a lot. <laughs> and Cher sweats a lot. That's what we learned. Yes, that's right. And we did learn a lot today, but that just is a fun fact. <laughs> Little known fact. You'll have to listen to the rest of the episode to hear the other fun Cher facts. Cher and I have that in common. Sharon, and I sweat a lot. Gosh. All right. Uh, Well, you will hear – Kelly obviously joins us from Pasadena, California, but you will hear not a California accent. Um, I love her accent. It's so soothing to me. But think about it. She's from Australia. Australian. um, Milan modeling. You know, back to New York. L.A. Over to L.A. It's like we've got the woman with those stickers on the the suitcase. Remember you used to put the stickers on the suitcase like traveling the world? Yes. That's what we've got here. She's also a triathlete and – an avid, athlete of avid know. biker still in the trails oh, you know great. working in the dirt and uh and and mentoring young women an uh, author unbelievable videos it, she's super fun she's her perfect. story is just great and kelly is really honest with everyone as well because she has made it because she's been through a lot of things as well like many of us um you know the 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 path hasn't always been smooth and Kelly and for that we're grateful exactly and Kelly same way she really found her her love she found her calling through things that she had been through and and she's going to talk about that today so we'll let her tell that story in her own words but we are grateful for her hiccups in life because it led her to really make a huge impact on the world and she is continuing she's she's not never stopping she's amazing and uh and you know really have to hear it it's it's a it's a treat to have someone, um, you know, so well known and, and such a great pro uh, to come on our airwaves and, and uh, share her information with us. So we hope you enjoyed as much as we did. This one was a lot of fun. Here we go, everybody.
is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you doing? Doing well. Kicking ass, Conti. Feeling crazy? Yeah, no, we're doing well. You know, I love it. Set them up, I'll knock them down. Love it. So we have listeners, a fitness icon for you today. <laughs> a Not only an icon, but an expert. And I was looking forward to speaking with... The amazing Kelly Roberts for quite some time. Kelly, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, Christine. I'm very excited to be joining you both. I love your accent, Kelly. <laughs> and it just, it's soothing like a lullaby to me. And I woke up this morning thinking I have so many things to get done, but I'm going to hear Kelly later. <laughs> and it made everything better. <laughs> That's funny. See, see, for me, it's tough to detect because we only have North Jersey and South Jersey accents, you know, and, and you're just a little bit different than that. A little. Yeah. I, the, I think the funniest feedback I ever had on one of my videos was someone made a comment on YouTube, on my YouTube channel saying, um, I, I love her workouts, but her voice sounds like it's soft porn. It was something like <laughs> Well, I'm okay Kelly, with that. Yeah, maybe you need to have another <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> Talk to me. So, I mean, money. <laughs> right. I mean, there's, you know, there's something for everyone out there. Um, so tell our listeners right now, where are you coming to us from today? Pasadena, California. Pasadena. Uh, However, your accent's not from California. You yeah. are originally from where, Kelly? I'm from Brisbane, Australia, originally. Yeah, I grew up in grew up in Australia, and um, I grew up in Brisbane, and then moved to Sydney, where I lived for a number of years before I made the big trip to Los Angeles. And this is what I love. Now we are a podcast; we talk all the time about fitness, wellness, nutrition, inspiration, and Kelly, you have quite the resume and quite the experience. But for our listeners, we have got to get into the good stuff and the good story of the how and the and the videos and the experience and the awards and the okay, obviously this didn't happen overnight. What the heck led you from Australia over to LA? That you know what it was an interesting story because I had lost my job in Australia and split up from an engagement right around the same time, and I was wanting to take the ACE then it was called Idea Foundation certification, and I had no reason to stay in Australia. You couldn't do the certification in Australia. I had no reason. I had no job. I had no relationship. So I decided I wanted to come to Los Angeles to take classes at the Voigt Fitness and Dance Studio in West Hollywood and do the ACE certification because I wanted to teach continuing education. So I came here in 1990. I had $1,000 in one suitcase, and I was planning on staying for six months on $1,000. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can make it stretch, <laughs> right? Ramen noodles, Look, right. donate some plasma. You're all right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, L.A. Yeah. Well, you know, L.A., New York, you know, you make it there. You could really make it anywhere. And thank goodness you made it somewhere, Kelly. Thank goodness. So uh, it, it was a bit tough. I started. I bought a car for $500 and I started renting a couch. I was renting a couch in someone's apartment and I started taking classes at Void Fitness and Dance and they spotted me on the floor taking classes and said, you're an instructor. We'd like to hire you. Beautiful. But were you always, you know, were you always this, you know, this presence? Did you grow up with sports? Were you, you know, into, I mean, the best presenters and the best educators usually have a weird, you know, path towards how they got to where they you know, where they are today. So what was that? Renting was, a couch is... That's no joke. <laughs> somewhat weird. It's no joke. You were determined. Well, I, I mean, was determined, yeah. I was really determined. Um, I was an athlete all through school. I was a, a, a really great swimmer and a really great high jumper, which is kind of an odd combination. I played netball, which is kind of like the Australian version of basketball, but no backboard or dribbling. 
and I played tennis and I played softball and swimming. I was captain of the synchronized swimming team, but I was a sprinter and um, I loved anything to do with sport and theatre. And so when I left school, I became a model and an actress and I worked as a model and an actress in Australia and then I moved to Milan for two years and modelled and acted there and I came back to Australia and went, what the hell am I doing? I hate this. And I started taking classes at, well, I actually started swimming. I I was really out of shape. I was really a mess. I was very... uh, unfit I was living on cigarettes and coffee Mm -hmm. and um I I cleaned my act up and started I gained a lot of weight when I cleaned my act up because I started eating again and um didn't know how to eat and so I started to exercise and I started swimming and I started doing triathlons and then the then the triathlon season finished and I went to the gym and I fell in love with aerobics and I was still in theatre school. I was teaching aerobics to put myself through theatre school when I had this epiphany that fitness was just everything that, that meant something to me. It just meant something. I connected with it. Uh, there was a guy who was taking my class who was 450 pounds and he started my beginner's class and then he started taking my intermediate class. Then he started taking my advanced 90-minute high-impact aerobics class. He lost hundreds of pounds and came up to me one day with his old trousers, his old jeans, and he stepped both legs into one leg of the pants and he said, this is because of you. And we both cried and then I realised this is what I needed to do. I needed to make a difference in people's lives. I really, it really resonated with me. It's beautiful. Is there anything better than that? I mean, when they get, you know, whether it's a, a thank you note or, you know, or, or someone just stopping you or, you know, putting both legs into one leg of a pair of pants. Uh, I mean, as, as trainers and, you know, as people in the industry, is there anything better than that? Christine, I'll ask you the same question. No, I, I yeah, when someone says this is because of you, or I would not be alive if it wasn't for I've, got, I've gotten two. Right? I've gotten two. You saved my life. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. How do you react to that? Yeah, yeah. I know. Thank, yeah, I had thank a, you saved my life a couple of years ago from a, uh, a, a man in his seventies. He had had two heart attacks. I started training him after his second heart attack. He um, didn't. Ch- I couldn't. Couldn't convince him to change his diet, but um, really made incredible gains with him. And then he had an incident where he had an implanted defibrillator in his chest and he had the defibrillator fired it off because he went into V-fib. And he went to hospital and he had a complete blockage, but the doctors did the surgery on him because he was in really good shape. The only reason the doctors did the surgery on him and gave him heart surgery was because he was fit enough to tolerate the heart surgery. And what they found is when they went in, his heart had created a bypass. Even though he had a blockage, his Mm. heart had created its own bypass because he was exercising. So I did save his life. I did save his life. He, He was alive because... He was training. That's like your body mm-hmm. saying, like, no, 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 I got this. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, that's okay. what the body will do. Yeah, the body will do that. Absolutely. It's amazing. Amazing some of the stuff that, you know, that can happen because of exercise. And you get it. You know, Brian gets it. I get it. This is why we devote our lives to changing others' lives. And it's so important. And I know you have made an incredible impact on so many people. So thank goodness that you had this epiphany. Thank goodness, you know, you made that that change and saw that you could have this huge, you know, kind of impact on others. So now you're like, okay, I want this. I'm going to go 
you know, I'm, I hate to say it, Kelly, but you know, I'm really happy that you lost your job and, and broke off this engagement because we wouldn't maybe have the Kelly Roberts of today if it wasn't for these things. Um, so now you get certified, you're, you're teaching, but like many people we, we speak with, they're, you know, they're instructors or you're kind of always, you know, working for someone else or whatnot. Now what? Now what's the next step that takes you? Cause you're not a, I look at you and it's always a, you know, no one puts baby in the corner. There's certain people I, I look at and I just get that vibe and it's, you're not meant to be second. You're meant to be shining and you have so much to give. How did you make that transition? Well, you know, what I didn't also tell you, one of the other reasons why I came here was I, after I lost my job, I applied for the job that I wanted and they didn't hire me. And, and I broke up from that relationship. And, and so I was really crushed. I was absolutely crushed. And But I was really determined. And so I started teaching a lot of classes at Voight Fitness and Dance. And at the time, Voight Fitness and Dance was the place to teach in the world. They had people coming from all over the world to take classes there. It was, you know, Idea World, the, you know, the week of Idea World. We had people from Italy, Japan, China. People from all over the world would come in to take our classes. And I started teaching the classes that no one wanted to teach, abs, buns and thighs, body sculpt and circuit training, all the stuff that I'm actually naturally really good at. Hmm. And um, the woman who was producing Cher's video was taking my class. And Cher was a you know, going to be filming this video and I got invited to audition for it. And so I had at the time done all the workshops to learn to become a step instructor, but Voight wouldn't give me any step classes. And so I was, you know, I knew how to teach it, but I wasn't teaching it. And so that was two different things happening. I auditioned to be in Cher's video and the part I auditioned for was to teach legs. I was, her original project was one video and it was supposed to be dance, legs, upper body and core and each each segment of the video was going to be taught by a different trainer. So when I met her, she was over, she was a little overweight, not very, but, you know, she was soft and she wasn't hard-bodied, not not as we see her, you know. Mm-hmm. She was soft. Right. And so she asked me what I would do, and I said, oh, I think you should do step. I think step would be great. So I, I – and the um, producer had done my abs, buns, and thighs and loved my, my – the way I trained legs because I was doing all standing leg work. And this was in the – this was in 1991. I was doing all standing squats and lunges and stuff. Anyway, uh, Cher hired me to – I got hired to do the video. And I, in crazy me, you know, I just went, oh, let's do step. So I started doing step with her. And, and so our session looked like this. We'd do step, then legs, then core because, you know, I want, and then we'd stretch. Right. And she loved it. She just responded immediately. She just loved it. So she came back to me after a couple of months of doing this and she goes, I want to do a video with you doing step. And I said, no, 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 no. I can't do that. You should hire my friend Joey Luna. He's really good at step. And she said, oh, I want you. And I, I really tried to talk her out of it, but she wouldn't have it. So the video project changed. The video project turned into two videos, me doing step legs and abs, and then Dory Sanchez doing dance and Karen Andes doing upper body on a separate video. And that is kind of really, it launched, it launched me in a really big way. And it was, it was kind of weird that I had the, the, the gusto to 
do step with with someone like that, even though I wasn't even teaching it yet. <laughs> I just really thought that it was good and it would be really good for her. And she lost a lot of weight doing it and she fell in love with it. And then she was doing a, a singing tour and I was already training celebrities. In fact, I was already tra- training her daughter, Chastity, who's now Chaz. Right. So I was training Chaz and Chaz's girlfriend, Heidi, who is actually the mother of, uh, what's her name? Um, she's, she's, what's her name's partner, the really famous trainer. Um, Jillian Michaels? Jillian Michaels, yeah. I was training Jillian Michaels um, <laughs> partner and um, and Chaz. And so Chaz said, you know, she should train with Kelly. And so she took me on tour with her on a short tour because her I wasn't actually her trainer at the time. I was just training her for the video. And when the video ended, she decided she liked training with me. And the reason why she liked training with me because when I trained her, I could get it all done in an hour. And she had another personal trainer who was training her for two hours a day. And, you know, like who wants to train for two hours? I don't. I I like to get in there and get out and get on with it. And so she loved that about me, that I could get it, get, I, I was time efficient and that I could get these great results with her without training her for two hours. So she she hired me to tour with her and I did a world tour with her and uh, and then, you know, kind of it, it, when I was touring with her, the video took off and I toured, the, I toured to do the publicity for the video because she didn't want to and I did a world tour for that and that got a lot of notoriety and the video that I shot with her got so much feedback for CBS Fox about me that CBS Fox approached me with my own contract. Mm. So I shot three videos for CBS Fox that were enormously successful. They were, you know, and they were good videos. I look back on them and I've, I've actually done my own step video quite recently and it's a really good workout <laughs> that's right stands the test of time and and it you did, know yeah the test of, in fact i started doing my own video because i i wanted to i was getting bored with doing other things indoors with covid and so i started doing my own step video and it actually took a month before i could get through all of my own abdominal work <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good <laughs> oh my it made God. me sore Goodness. I and and you know really let's just set the tone here like for for maybe some even youngsters in the audience here these videos videos the VHS tapes were everything then it's it was the exposure it was the social media it was you know that was how a trainer it was like Facebook and Instagram and everything in one um, you know it was the it was the really the the best and only way to mm-hmm. truly get your name out there um, yeah. or your you know, so to speak, buried in your hometown gym, um, just being good, a good trainer. Um, you know, it really is helpful. And, and look, I have no doubts that, um, you know, the, the reason for your success, like you said, you were in theater and you're, you know, you had no problem standing in front of a room. You had no problems when the cameras were on, uh, you're a natural and, uh, you know, and that's why, uh, these, you know, you were perfectly suited and Cher was right Mm -hmm. uh, to talk you out of it. And, (laughs) and, you know, and the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, well, you know, I was in the right place at the right time, but I was ready. I Mm -hmm. worked really hard. I did a certification in Australia that was a really solid foundation. And I came here and I was already, you know, I'd already been teaching for five years and, or four years, and I, I, I was ready. I was doing the right thing. I love that you say that, Kelly, because so many people, and again, as as a presenter, as a fitness educator, so many people, they come to me and I know they come to you and say, you know, how how are you where you're at today? What do I need to do? Just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. And I say it's not that simple. There's so much that 
you know, so much hard work. And I, you know, I even say like, it's like 10, maybe 15% fame and yay. And the other part of it is hard work. You know, you get your certifications, your education, you, you go out and you have to, I mean, we've got to keep ourselves in a certain amount of shape. Like we can't go out and teach, you know, one class a week and think that we can just automatically be in shape. (laughs) um, So it, you know, so much goes into it. And I appreciate that you share that with our listeners that don't know, you know, your backstory and, you know, the years of, Hey, I did this and I got certified in this and I did teach these things. It wasn't just like, poof, here I am. I'm on tour with Cher. That's it. You know, she spotted me out in an audience. Um, so it's so, so important. And so now the transition from, like you said, you always wanted to, you know, educate, but now you're educating and you're teaching these, you know, fitness programs and classes. How do we go from, all right, I want to have my own programs. I want to present in a larger stage or, you know, just get out there in the education realm? Well, it was my dream. It was absolutely my dream to do that. That's what I wanted to do much more than train celebrities. So training celebrities was kind of accidental in some ways. I wanted to be an educator. That was what I was really driven to do because I saw a lot of people doing just not good things in class. And I, I, I just wanted to make a difference on a larger scale. And I felt that that would be the way to do it, to, you know, create this ripple. But there's been a lot of failures along the way. It hasn't been like a straight road to success. But I I applied to teach, you know, I, I put together workshops that I, that of, of content that I really felt was my wheelhouse and I applied to get CECs from ACE and AFA, and um, this was before NASM. So I got applied to get CECs from ACE and AFA, and I just how did it? Someone asked me if I would do a workshop for them, and so I put together a workshop and applied for credits, and it just kind of. Then I started applying for conventions and I applied for Idea World and I applied for Idea World as a masterclass rather than as a workshop because I just wanted to get my feet wet in that arena. And it was funny because it was after the share video had come out and I was thinking, you know, I'll just kind of edge my way in quietly. I had 500 people in my masterclass. Yes. <laughs> no like, pressure, Kelly, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> there were huge video screens beside this giant stage that I was on. I was like, so not emotionally ready for that. <laughs> but um, I was thrown in at the deep end. I, I uh, really didn't uh, have expectations on what what I was going to be able to do or what I was going to do. But it it uh, ended up being this incredible opportunity and I just kept applying and kept learning. I, you know, I, I really believe you've got to keep learning. I constantly read. You you don't want to see my office. It's, it's snowed <laughs> under piles and piles and piles of books. I constantly read. I constantly take courses. I love learning. I have just this absolute thirst for knowledge. I'm curious. We call it serial learners yeah. over here. Oh, you say I'm hungry. You said thirsty. I said I'm hungry. Got to learn yeah. some more. Yeah. And 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 much of that I you know I think you know one of the things you you're well known for is your versatility. You know, you have a wide variety of, you know, whether it's the step that we've mentioned but you know cycling and 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 bosu and and you know all these other things that you like to use. I mean, you're you're you know really it's your thorough. Um tell us about that. What what is it? What you you just get bored with one thing and move to the next or no, do you kind of no. yeah. No, I mean, I still, you know, I've been doing cycling for a really long time. I got certified. I was in the first indoor cycling instructor training ever with Johnny G. 
was in that first training. It was at Sports Club LA. It was a two-day certification. And I came out of it and I was the worst instructor ever. Oh, <laughs> stop. I stank. No, I stank. But, uh, you know, I, I um, growing up as a fitness instructor in the 80s, we had to be versatile. We couldn't really specialize. We, we needed to be versatile. And I think my strength has always been in strength and conditioning um, rather than dance. You know, I'm not I, – I, I did dance – all in the 80s. Um, I used to go to dance class in the 80s, and but I'm not a dancer. I'm I'm more of an athlete, and so the athletic stuff has really resonated with me. And I just have love strength and conditioning, and so I, I've I'm I like to I like new tools. I like effective tools. So the Bosu stability ball TRX dumbbells, rubber resistance, all of these kinds of strength and conditioning tools that I I just love because they work. They're simple and they work. So, you know, I've always wanted to learn how to use them effectively. So I've, uh, you know, once you know and understand strength and conditioning principles, you can apply them to any tool. And so it's kind of been like that, that I've, I've, learned to use a lot of tools to be able to do what I want to do for the human body. That's right. The most effective way. I'm going to jump in here for a second. That not all the time. All right. What's the word again, Brian, the multi-potentialite <laughs> Kelly, I'm going to throw this out here for you. If, in case you don't know this word yet, multi-potentialite. Do you know that one? No, I've never heard. That okay. Before. This is, I consider myself a multi-potentialite and so are you. It means that you have to you have to do multiple things that you are not okay if it you can't specialize like you're you can't put you in the box and say Kelly Roberts just does this. It's you thrive in learning different things. You thrive when there's you know different modalities. I mean, you cycle. I always I always think it's great because um, I've ducked in a bunch of your cycling classes, and you're fantastic. Don't even. And um, you've got your mud on your cycle shoes, right? Because you ride outside as well. I do. Fantastic. But that's that's what's so great. And I think that's almost, I don't know how you feel about this. I'll ask you. But I think that's, you know, there's many of us, I think, we're not, we're not dinosaurs because dinosaurs aren't existing anymore. But we're just, I don't know. Unicorns don't really exist either. But I'm, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> None of them exist. Okay. So... <laughs> You know, it's there's outliers right now. And if someone were to say, you know, Kelly, Christine, uh, I need you to teach an 80s step aerobics class. Um, could you do it off the top of your head? I need you to teach an aerobics class with no, you know, anything. Can you do it? I need a yep. psycho class. I need a this. I need a there's it's almost like, like a Swiss army knife. Right. It's like there's not many of us <laughs> left right now. That could pull together a strength, a strength and conditioning class and abs and buns, also teach 80s aerobics and jump on the bike and teach a spin class all at once. And I think there's value to that. that there's huge value to it. There's huge value to it. And that's why, you know, if you started teaching in the 80s and you, t- you taught freestyle, you, you learned the foundations of how to be a good instructor. And those foundations they translate into any format. It's foundational. Mm. Well, I was across the um, country at Sports Club LA in DC when that opened, mm-hmm. teaching aerobics when I was in graduate school. And I think that was the last big surge um, when I lived down there of just freestyle aerobics. And you don't, I, I just don't think you see that anymore. It was, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it's packaged and, and I get it. There's a great, there's a place for everything and there's something for everybody. Um, but it's just very interesting that, you know, you have such a, um, it's like a buffet. I call it a fitness buffet, you know? Well, I think it keeps it interesting. I, you know, I really, I'm a personal trainer. I, I'm, I have a very good, solid personal training business. I'm a writer. I just finished writing a book for Human Kinetics, a textbook. I write blogs for different companies, so I'm hired to write blogs for different companies. I um, I teach 
group exercise. I think I will always teach group exercise. I love teaching classes. Classes inspire me. And uh, I work with a lot of older population, but you know, I'm I'm a one of my one of my small group training uh, women. I do a, a small I do some small group training. One of the women in my small group wants me to train her daughter's volleyball team mm-hmm. for strength and conditioning. You know what? I can do that because I was a, a Nike. Uh, I was a Nike athlete back in the nineties, and we developed NATC Nike Athletic Total Conditioning, and I learned how to do sports conditioning through Nike. So, <laughs> while I really do a lot of stuff with the active aging adult, I can I have the, the foundational knowledge to do sports conditioning with teenagers. And and what a value you provide to them. I mean, just you being with them, I think that's a win-win. I mean, I'm sure that you love working with that crew, and, and I'm sure that they love having you because of, you know, just the, the, the impact that you can have on them, not only fitness-wise, just, like you know, in life. Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, I really take being a role model as seriously. I, I think, you know, working with young girls – uh, you know, I, I think it's this incredible opportunity to show that women can be strong, capable, uh, that it's, it's good to be smart. You know, we're, we're not some decoration on a man's arm. We are this independent, you know, athletic. I, my chiropractor, I do a trade with a chiropractor. So he, he, um, works on my back. And I train his daughter to ride mountain bikes, and uh, I love doing it because she's this, this, she's thirteen years old and learning to ride a mountain bike. And I'm I'm a role model to her. I think it's fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic! How cool! I wish you were my strength and conditioning right? coach when I played volleyball. You know that would have been fantastic. I talk about this for a second with the importance of being a role model. You've been through, you know, modeling and, you know, everything that you have been through younger. Um, Talk about that for a second. What are some of the things that, you know, yeah, you're, you know, you're a trainer and you work with different populations. What are some of the things that you really feel are most important that you convey to people? Um. I, I love this question. I think it's a really uh, multifaceted question in some ways because I I quit modeling because I had an eating disorder. I had a massive eating disorder. I was anorexic and bulimic for a long time. And at my lightest, I was 93 pounds and I'm five foot nine. So I was extremely, extremely thin. And I got, I, uh, I, I came back from, Milan because I had a contract in New York and I wanted to get my teeth fixed because I was so bulimic that I'd ruined my teeth. And I ended up never going to New York to model. I ended up getting healthy and sober and clean and and abstinent from bulimia and I gained a lot of weight. And I I uh, that's why I started exercising because I didn't want to diet because you know, with my history with anorexia, dieting was just really scary. And I, um, I, I started exercising and I did some triathlons and I went to the gym and I was exercising and I got really fit and I lost the weight and I was a size four and I went back to modeling and I got fired from a job for being too big as a size four. And that was, that's why I left modeling. I was like, okay, if this is, I'm healthy for the first time in my life as a model, I'm a healthy weight, I'm vibrant, I'm eating well, I exercise and I'm too big, then I do not want to do this and represent women. I do not. And so I quit modeling and I, I um, that's when I started I was in theatre school and teaching aerobics and uh, that's what inspired me to get into the fitness industry because I saw this opportunity to be a role model to women 
and to make a difference in women's lives. And, and that was like really, really, really key to me. So I, I'm, I, you know, I try and, you know, my weight is, is what it is. You know, I have a good metabolism. I eat well, but I'm not at all like fanatical about my diet. I, I, yeah, I just eat a regular diet and I'm, I eat dessert and I have chocolate in my, in my diet. I, 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 I just eat a very normal diet. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to have a perfectly lean, immaculately cut six pack. I want to have a normal life and I want to represent something that's normal. So I think as a, as a fitness instructor, we have a certain responsibility to, to represent what's healthy and represent what's, what's not, not what's perfect, but what's healthy and what, what that is to you. Because I, I, I wanted to, I want to look like something that's achievable and real. And I think that's much more inspiring than having you know, in parentheses, a perfect body. You know, just our, our experiences, our greatest experiences and our most valuable experiences that we can help our clients with and the people that we work with, um, you know, they're, they're not often the book experience or the learned experience. They're the life's experience and they're the, they're the bumps and the bruises. Like you just mentioned that, that, you know, cause we work with people, we, you know, we, yeah, we help them become healthy and we help them in fitness and we help them with a, you know, a job title of, uh, you know, of, of fitness, but you know, we help people, actual humans, and that's the stuff that they need. So, you know, forever grateful, Christine and I talk about all the time, and you're, you know, you're absolutely not the first person on our, on our airwaves here to talk about the bad things, quote unquote, that have happened to us and, and how, but those are the most valuable assets that we have. Um, those are the mm-hmm. things that really, really let us relate and communicate and, you know, and, and, um, empathize at times and, you know, just, just, um, be part of it with them. Oh, I so agree. I think it's really important to be vulnerable and real. So take us forward now. You are presenting at conferences all over. You Mm -hmm. are educating. You are, okay, let's talk about the book for a second. Kelly. All right. So the human kinetics. Okay, I know. Um, I get excited. So does Brian. We like to talk science and movement and muscles. So, talk about what what is in there and why is that beneficial for you know our listening audience around the world to to read that. What are they going to get from it? Well, it's called a professional's guide to small group training, and it's uh, it's a full on textbook. It was really hard to write. It was, writing for human kinetics is an honor. But it is not easy. Um, so it's, it's a complete guide to starting and flourishing in the business of small group training. And I think it's a tremendous business opportunity. If you're not, if you're a personal trainer and you're not doing small group training, you're losing money because there is much more money in small group training than there is in personal training. And it's fun. It's energetic. You make a difference. It's there's a social socialization element to it that's just great and so it takes you right from how to how to write a business plan all the legalities of it as well as the science behind it how to teach how to coach and then a whole lot of different programs for different different populations from the very beginning to um uh for deconditioned people right up to really advanced programming. So it's a complete guide. And so if you if you int- if, if you're a trainer and you're looking to start a new business, it's ideal. If you are a group exercise instructor, it will get you up to speed because it has all of the fitness assessments and evaluations in it that we don't learn as a group fitness instructor. And uh, it's really thorough. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really thorough book. Now, is that out right now, Kelly? Not yet. Okay. No. When I, does it I'm come just out? I'm reading it. It'll come out <gasps> next year. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. I'm, 
I'm commiserating with Kelly right now because I just finished writing a course and it was it was like a labor of love. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, yeah, it's uh, heavy lifting. It's definitely um, definitely learn a lot. You definitely you know have to love. It gives me. I've, I'm a former English teacher. It gives me a lot of um, real understanding of what it takes to write novels. And, you know, um, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. So I'm just going to say thank you in advance for all of that information that you're getting out to everyone. Um, I do think there's such value in, I mean, everything that you've been through and that you're willing to share it and put it down in, you know, in written form. Um, it's just so meaningful, unreal, unreal. So I want to ask you a couple of really fun questions because Mm -hmm. I gotcha. Um, number one, you've taught for a while, a lot of different formats, a lot of different people. I'm going to ask you one question first is what's your favorite, like all time favorite. If you're like, this was the best ever. What was it? Oh, I think I have to say cycling. I love it. (laughs) I just get on a bike and start pedaling and it just makes me happy. There's just something really magic about it. I love it. The simplicity the intensity, how it makes me feel, how fit it makes me. I I love it. But a very close second would be anything to do with strength and conditioning. All right. And, um, okay. What, and this is, this goes back because I am always, this is the best question. So going back, (laughs) I know going back, there's so many things that I've taught because we didn't have the science behind it where I look back right now and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I told people to do this. I know you have this in your background. What have you taught or done where you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe we actually did that. Oh, wow. Um, certainly some of the aerobics classes that I used to teach. I I remember I used to teach an advanced high impact aerobics class and we had a cement floor with carpet so pivoting right jumping we we would we would do a like a really short warm-up and then we would jump for an hour (laughs) (laughs) on cement Uh, on cement and yeah and you live to tell about it yeah right everyone lives And, and I would probably tell my younger self, don't do crunches. Okay. Why are you curving your spine like that? Right. Yep, that's one of the ones that I look back at, you know, the things like that, even even a good old-fashioned sit-up. Um, yeah, crunches. I used to really like and not, you know, like keep tension on the muscle and not let the shoulder blades go down and, and uh, like little pulses and stay up and hold it a bit longer and curl your spine a little bit more. And I was really kyphotic. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right, I got one. Celebrity client that was the biggest pain in the oh. ass. We won't tell TMZ. We won't th- I'm kidding. You don't have to answer that. That yeah. was just that was just me. I had to get it out there. I'm I'm kidding. There was a close tie between Faye Dunaway and Kirstie Alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know, Faye was very, very difficult. She was very difficult. She wouldn't do anything unless she was facing a mirror. Okay. She had to face a mirror. She could not do it unless she was seeing. She could look at herself. I'm not sure what that was about, but it was pretty trying if you had a piece of equipment that wasn't facing a mirror. And And Kirstie Alley was just, you know, she had a pet goat and she didn't (laughs) want to train in the gym. She trained in her living room and we were doing step and the pet goat was running around the room and. It was pretty cha- it was pretty chaotic. Yeah, just my perception from way over here in New Jersey, she doesn't always seem like she's all there. Yeah. <laughs> That's just my again, my words. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah. my god. See, this is the good stuff, Kelly. This is what, you know, that's great, Kelly, you ran all these awards, you did all this great stuff in your life, but we're like, okay, now let's talk about the good stuff. <laughs> See, and this is what's great and this is why you're so fun and relatable. All right, so tell us now, 
I, we are not talking about anything negative and, oh, the how we've got to do this and this happened. All right. Talk about the positive right now of what has come out of the last seven months for you. Okay. Um, you know what? It's been amazing. I've picked up eight new clients, eight new clients. That, that, that is just incredible. Five small group, tra- uh, small group training group of five people, five women, and then three personal training clients, a 95-year-old, a 91-year-old, and a gentleman who I see in his home. So the 95-year-old and the 91-year-old are both virtual clients. Um, The virtual training really and the virtual teaching not being on the road all the time has just been wonderful. Being mm. home has been, I just love it. I just love it. My boyfriend and I have gotten so close because I'm not constantly going, oh, I'm going to get on a plane. Right. See you later. See you in a week. Um, so that's been great. You know, I've, the the relationship that, that I'm in is, is just flourishing. It's just wonderful. And, um, I, I feel closer to my clients now than I have because I haven't been going away. So I'm seeing my clients more. My personal training business is flourishing. My small group training business is doing great. And I've created this virtual world for myself that is really doing well. I like the virtual world. I miss the in-person, in-person world, but this virtual world I can take with me no matter where I live. True. What's uh, what, what is um, the workout like with the 90 year old uh, folks virtually? What, uh, what type of work do you do with them? Um, my 91 year old is frail. And so we mix up chair and standing and the only piece of equipment we use is a chair. And so it's body weight and using the chair and she's quite frail. Um, and the 95 year old woman is like a 50 year old. She's extreme. She has no arthritis. She's extremely capable. We do the whole session standing. Um, it's, the, the, the problem is getting them the the 91 year old I've been training for longer. I started training her at the beginning of the shutdown. And so we've got the phone thing down with her. I, she puts it in a position where I see all of her. The 95-year-old woman is not good with technology and getting her to, to be able to put the iPad where I can really see her is the biggest challenge. Something. I'm like, no, I can see your shoulders. <laughs> I need to see more of you. Can you tilt it down? Then I'm looking. No, I'm looking at the ceiling. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh, my God. I can still hear you, so I know you're still with me. <laughs> yeah, so, I know you're there. Know. I'm looking at the ceiling, but I need to see you. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, and, again, the virtual has I, – I fully agree The you know, the, with the less travel, I feel like the airline miles, I think that I now have accumulated from not traveling anywhere. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm going to visit your home, home country of Australia at this point <laughs> a couple times. In fact. But it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. And I'm happy that, you know, you can share that with everyone because there is such positives that are coming out of this with relationships and, you know, having that, that virtual ability to still make those connections and change lives for people that are older and, you know, that socialization and empowering them is, you know, you're giving them a voice. You're making them feel that they are, you know, visible in this world. And that is just, there's nothing that, that can make up for that. There's something very productive about not being as busy. You know, not being busy is productive. I'm (laughs) busier than ever. I am so Mm -hmm. busy. It's ridiculous. But I'm about to film a whole bunch of consumer videos. So I'm moving back into the consumer market and I'm excited about it. Um, it's for the older population, which is something I feel very passionate about. I'm filming four videos in November and then another two in December. And then I'll, I'll be starting again uh, next year working with the same company. I've got a contract with them and, and, uh, 
So it's it's exciting. I'm I'm loving that. How will that get out to the consumer? Um, it's through American Specialty Health. They have a program called Silver and Fit. Okay. And it is distributed through insurance. It's all right. Corporate. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Right. So, so things have changed since the uh, mm-hmm. the VHS days, you know, <laughs> and had the production. I'm sure is uh, is is a lot different, and uh, and you know the way that people get their hands on these things has certainly changed, as we know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it is, but. Um, it's a good company, and I'm excited to be filming for them. And it's a great director, Linda Shelton, is directing me, and I love mm-hmm. working with Linda. I've worked with her on other projects, and so uh, you know, it's really good to be back in the, the consumer market. You know, I've been working in the professional market for a long time, and I haven't done much con- consumer market stuff. But it's exciting to be moving back into that arena because it, it you know, it's a nice broad reach. Well, before I forget, now that we're in the same kind of realm of the special populations, I need to make sure that I invite you as one of my special guests to one of my workshops for uh, facial exercise and rehabilitation. I think I I would love to see your 90-year-olds um, get uh, get involved in, in some of this. So I will definitely uh, send you info and be my special guest on um, one of those because now that I know you're a serial learner – you know, mm. we got I'd to uh, love to. That's exciting. Oh, Thank you. My goodness. Yes. I will send that to you so you can pick a pick a couple hours in the next, you know, couple months and we'll we'll make it happen. I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. You yes. just have to make sure that you're okay with smiling and making funny faces, okay? Smiling and making funny faces is my wheelhouse. That's oh. a specialty. Oh, how did I know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing. And that's what it's about. It's you know, thank you so much for just coming on here and giving our listeners a little taste of the Kelly Roberts fitness expert icon celebrity trainer seriously the whole um I didn't know you went on tour with Cher that's really <laughs> that's I pretty cool. that I did not know Kelly yeah I toured with her I did a European tour we we did the whole of Europe it was incredible we like just everywhere you could imagine and Stayed in beautiful hotels, and it was it was a. I saw her show from the side of the stage. I ran the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, that is the best. That's if, like living the dream. If we could only turn back time, <laughs> oh, really? I, I was we going, could find a way. Well, I was going to ask you. I mean, that was like the big thing. That was yeah. kind of like. Not her comeback, but she, you know, she kind of reappeared with with the battleship, with the uh, sailors on the boat, and all that. So that yeah. was prior. That video would have been prior to you working with her, right? Right before, right? Yeah, I was on the next tour, the Love Hurts tour. Uh huh. So it was her next album, and um, you know, she took me with her everywhere. I went up to her house in in Aspen, and I made the gravy for Christmas for Christmas dinner, <laughs> put the Christmas tree up. It, I was family. It was so cool. It was wonderful. Wow. All right. Tell us some fun fact about Cher that we don't know. <laughs> I mean, now that we're, now that we got you, Kel. Okay. She sweats more than anyone I've ever seen. There you go. <laughs> oh no, exceptional sweaters. You know, those people who like, yeah, they sweat and they leave pools of water everywhere. That's, yeah. I might be one of those. Really? Are you? Well, Cher and I, Cher and I. I feel do like I, do, I, you know, like I can, I've seen a lot of her, not in person, but okay. I don't, I never noticed. While working out, did you ever have to tell her to snap out of it? <laughs> no, she's really, she was really nice. All right, snap out Very of it. Oh my Very gosh. Amazing. Amazing. All right, Kelly, leave our listeners around the world with one piece of advice, some golden nugget and um, no pressure. Well, I would have to say, you know, you're going to fail when you start doing something new. The, the, you just brush off. You're going to fall down. Just get up. Fall down seven times, get up eight, and keep learning. Oh. Don't let failure define you. It will make you stronger. Well, we're going to keep running over here. That's for sure. We're going to fall down a few times and just keep on getting up, keep on moving, keep on trying, right? Before you quit. None of that. 
Kelly, tell our listeners where they can find more, more Kelly Roberts. More Kelly Roberts. Oh, my website, kellyroberts.com, K-E-L-I roberts.com. Just launched a new website. So that's got a lot of stuff on it. And my, my Instagram is kelly.robertsfitpro, kelly period robertsfitpro, F-I-T-P-R-O. And, uh, Facebook is Kelly Roberts Fitness. Um, but you can, Find all of that on my website, kellyroberts.com. And if you want to reach out to me, just go to contact and I'll get that straight away. You're the best. Kelly, this was a lot of fun. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's oh, an honor. Our pleasure. I love it. I love it. So one one of these days, our paths will cross again in, um, mm-hmm. when the world opens up and everything is uh, copacetic once again. And um we thank you so much for your time and thank you for your contribution that you're making to just the world in general and fitness and wellness and fun. Cause you're fun, Kelly. <laughs> thank you so much. I look forward to giving you a hug. I love it. I love it. All right. So with that said, it's Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast and we are two fit crazy and a microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.